Hey rippers, are you learning how to surf? But are you a beginner or a big old kook? There is a difference, you know. And since there's many ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason for the podcast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between cookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris. And I'm Coach Ed, checking in from La Mess. And we started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. All right. We got this little episode for you this week. Shout out to Mama Lisa. I was chatting with her this morning over some coffee. And, uh, you know, I always like to pick, like, novice surfers' brains. Like, you know, they're, they're still f- totally trying to figure out, figure it out, the surfing thing. And, and they usually have some pretty good insight to, you know, like, where they struggle and, and the mental blocks. And so that's, that's today's episode is, is surfer blocks or mental blocks and, and how you keep yourself in the water. Right on. Let's uh, let's hit our first excuse, our first surfer block that people have. What do you say? Uh, water's too cold. Oh yeah, this nah. is this is a good one. And Get out of here. Yeah, I mean, even it's the water's not that cold here in in Southern California or or Baja, Northern Baja, but it's still always been an excuse for my family, for even for us when we were kids. We were like, we don't want to go in because the water's too cold. Um, and then as soon as the wetsuits like got to that point where they dried quickly, they kept water out, you know, you got a, a good set of, of booties that fit you properly, that, that excuse really just went right out the door because now now we feel like totally protected like we're in our armor when we put our suits on and we're ready to go get in some really cold water so we're we're telling you right now peeps it's it's not a good excuse and if we ever hear anybody throw that out then we're going to we're going to bring out the whip and crack it because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not good enough come on yeah nobody surfs in water as cold as we do up here in the northeast and the wetsuits do a killer job of keeping us toasty all winter long. Hell, I, I don't like surfing without a wetsuit sometimes. I start getting a rash from my board and I like my ribs start hurting. <laughs> the wetsuit's like not just a, a like a perfectly fitting warm blanket, but it's also like an armor. It's a sh- like a barrier against some of the elements and the hard surfboard and I don't know, I like my wetsuit. Learn to love your wetsuit and the water's too cold no longer becomes an excuse for you. <laughs> All right, next one. What do we got? What do we got? All right, this is, an, this is again, all inspired by Mama Lise, but she, she doesn't surf very often, so I think a big mental block, like, for the first time getting back in the water is that she hasn't been surfing in so long, and she feels like her surfing muscles are super weak and out of shape, and I think a lot of times mm-hmm. it just totally keeps her out of the water. So, um yeah we we talked about this there's always there's always something to do out there like 
to to just get in the water and like put in a little bit of time with Mother Ocean and uh, break down those those blocks. So so that was one of them. Just like getting you know getting suited up and even just like go boogieing or something. You know just just break down that barrier a little bit. Uh, and we also talked about some like work that you can do out of the water. What was that that we talked about? <laughs> like, I guess swimming's a good one, you know, with just the rotation of your shoulders and all. Like, I mean, we always say how it's not exactly paddling. Nothing's going to beat paddling for a workout, but um, definitely just, you know, carrying your body through the water and rotating your arms, is, it's at least going to build up your confidence and your just you know your waterman skills your ability to be in the water and be comfortable with it and breathe and not feel like you're drowning right uh, cardio cardio really you know if you can go out and s swim for 10 minutes straight at a time you know in the pool you just you just feel feel pretty good you know cardio and I always feel like you know working. one thing is the more that you like let that excuse be an excuse the more it's gonna it's gonna become a more realistic and bigger excuse like it's or a bigger problem I should say like if you're not actively trying to not be out of shape then you're only getting more out of shape you know right. it's gonna just it's it's like a downward spiral it's not something that stays stagnant you don't just stay one level out of, out of, out of shape you're gonna get worse and worse so like the more you just give into that excuse and and say no I'm out of shape it's just worse and worse from there on out you've really got to combat it you got to just either get scared or inspired to get in the water and do what you can whether it's the pool or the ocean and go catch one single wave man if you if you're just man, yeah it's 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 just worse and worse as time goes on you can't let that excuse become one in your life definitely tear you down fast I liked I like that we were talking about this earlier and it was like you know you're out of shape but you you do know like what you need to do out there so you you were saying like just go out and do one lap you know with the with the surf continuum and surfing fundamentals we're we're trying to to teach like this holistic view of surfing and and a lot of the times we talk about it being like completing the circle or doing a full lap out there paddle out find a wave catch it you know, and then finish it properly and then go do it again. Maybe you don't have to go do it again. Go out there, take your time, paddle out, have good, you know, hold good technique on your paddle out, go find, find a good wave, get into good position, ride it and ride it all the way into the beach, you know, and then Hell yeah. sit on the beach, sit on the beach and catch your breath and, and what, you know, just stretch it out a little bit and, 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 refocus it doesn't have to be non-stop one after another one after another you know you could just go out catch a wave and then call it call it even at that for the for the whole day so you don't get to that point where you feel so exhausted and again like you you don't you never get into that like panic state like I'm so out of breath. If I got knocked by the board, I'd be done or something like that. <laughs> um, That's such a good word there. Pace is is like an, a really important concept to grasp in surfing, you know, and like it can be really easy to let yourself get excited by like the other surfers out there moving at a faster pace, you know, and like to try and keep up with them 
but you know you really if you just kind of tune out everybody else and just pay attention to you you can find your pace and move at that you know and maybe don't go for quantity of waves like some of the young guns do go for quality wait for the good one you know like they can catch five waves in ten minutes so you catch one wave in that ten minutes but make it like the good wave that everyone missed because they were so busy on the inside you know there's so many approaches to your session that if you're out of shape, you can just approach it and like basically like a runner would do, you know, like or, or somebody who's out of shape and can't run anymore. Walk <laughs> like go for a walk around the block first and then make it a brisk walk and then maybe like kind of lift your feet up a little more and turn it into a jog. Like that's kind of the what I'm getting at with the whole surfing thing, like not just your paddling pace, but your mental pace and how many waves you expect to get is a really great way to just kind of get yourself back into surfing and start fighting back against that inevitable like loss of fitness you'll have if you don't do otherwise yeah strong strong point right there brother um and let's just keep moving on think one all of right the, yeah the, last the point last point waves are too big ah <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the waves can be 20 foot on the outside here at Lamas, and then the, the inside whitewater is still one foot and rolling into the beach. So you, could always, you can always still go out there and, and work the inside and get beat up a little bit. Well, and That's an interesting point. That's something I, I've been thinking about now because check this out. There's beach breaks where occasionally, I mean, this is not as frequent as what you're talking about. A lot of times a giant wave breaks on the outside, then like as it breaks again and again and reforms, gets smaller and smaller. But there are some situations that we're essentially looking for as like better surfers where a wave, a big wave is breaking right on the beach, like or mm -hmm. really close to the beach, yeah. you know, and like just absolutely pitching. So just one basically one point I just want to bring into this is for people to be wary of close impact zones okay like if a big wave is impacting nearby you and you'll know when you're standing in front of it you know like if you're at the water's edge and there's a bomb impacting right there like you know just you'll know that's not a like a big wave situation for you to be playing in but that's pretty rare, you know, like rarely does that, you're probably gonna see a bunch of great surfers out there as well, right in front of you, hopefully getting tubed out of their minds, right in front of the sand. But then in all other cases where it's like kind of big waves and like multiple breaking zones, and then you can see little insiders, well, that's a great opportunity to just stick to the inside and work on all your regular stuff, just in appropriate level of, of water movement and size. Right, we usually break them down like between like a crumbly, rolly little wave or a wave like breaking actually top to bottom. Like when you really see the lip being thrown over and then like impacting and then exploding. Like you, you guys gotta, you guys gotta be able to recognize the difference between those two things and and then all the varying degrees in between there. Um, before you're, you know, before you're competent, and that's that's what you got to do. You just got to put the time in, and, and get rocked a few times to know that, you know, what you're looking at, sometimes is, is a lot more powerful than what you think it is. Um, and like this is now we're going kind of into the wrap up here, but there's there were some really great points that Mama Lisa talked about. Um, is just like we talk about it often too, is like find, find that 
that upbeat, positive surf partner who's who's always like, yeah, we're surfing today, you know, not not the one who's like on the fence like you are, you know. <laughs> find somebody who's always like, we're paddling out. That's how Uncle Ant always is and still is to this day. If we're if we're going and searching for waves and we got all our shit in the car, if we pull up and there's anything that's rideable, we're going surfing. Like, right. there's just no two ways about it. You, you're so much better off getting in the water. So go find that, that surf partner that helps you break down those barriers and, and not make excuses. Right on. So the, yeah, this goes hand in hand with finding like positive upbeat surf partners is, um, you know, like just making the mental decision. Like this has to be on you guys. Like you got to make the decision like you're going to push through the hard, shitty parts of surfing so that eventually you'll be able to just go out there and have fun wherever you're at in the world with whatever boards you got. Um, you got to make that decision and stop making making excuses of, of why you can't go surfing and start making excuses of why you can go surfing. Make that mental switch and and how it like it just builds on itself. You know, like you were talking about getting in shape. Like if if you push through on one of those shitty days that's overcast and onshore, and you go surfing and you have fun, the next day when it's sunny and waist high and the waves are peeling all over the place, it just is so much easier to get in the water. Like build, build on itself. Keep, mm. keep building on that, on that strength and that, that mental strength is more of what we're talking about and what we talk about a lot. Like surfing's not easy and, and you get slapped down a lot. And then, you know, you just gotta keep coming back and pushing through that hard stuff because when you do get rewarded and you do get, you know, one wave out there, it'll be on your mind like for the rest of the week. And it's it's some really good motivating forces to, you know, live a healthy lifestyle and and make the most out of your day and uh, do things that aren't aren't that easy. Yeah, right on. We uh, so we'll be uh, we'll be out in Southern California this year. Well, Coach Jeff's always out there, at least while he's not out here working with me. But I'll be out there for December. We're gonna have a good time. We got some people lined up to work with, and if uh, you're interested in doing that with us, you should get on the website and fill out an application right on the about page. And uh, yeah, then we're planning this little dinner in New York East Side. We're going to do uh, something. I don't know. We haven't decided what we're going to talk about yet, but it's going to be fun, and we're going to be fed. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be almost kind of like a, a live KookCast recording. I th you know, we'll, we'll do questions and answers, and, you know, we'll have, some, we'll have some videos up for us to break down. Oh, I got some good, good videos for us. I got some good stuff. And it's exciting. I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be a. You know, we we love to sit down and have a good meal and have a have have a nice cold drink and discuss surfing no matter what. So I think it'll be really great to to have people who are interested and who are gonna bring some great talking points to the table. Uh, and it's gonna be something that we do more and more. So 
Yeah, right on. You know what? That just gave me a great idea. The way you just said that is like making me think of our family dinners at La Miss or Grandma's house or up at the Ford or any one of those like big dinners we have all together. And then of course we're naturally just talking about surfing. So I think we got to gear it towards something like that, towards a really just a genuine way that we enjoy dinner and talk about surfing. And maybe we'll bring a little bit of structure to it just because it's going to be a you know a formal thing, but. Um, not too formal. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep it loose, keep it tight. You know how we like to run it. But uh, yeah, if you want to know all about that stuff, you better just be on the email list. That's where we let everyone know where we're at, what we're doing, what we're up to. Uh, stay in touch with us there. All right, if you're not subscribed to the Coopcast, you are cooking it. Get on your favorite podcast directory and subscribe and leave some stars and reviews while you're there. We appreciate it. Right on. Thanks for tuning in, kooks. Check you next week. Woo-hoo. Yeah.